Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Morning. It's morning, Thursday 9th of September. It's, uh, what did I say I'm going to call it? The Hampshire Diaries now. The Travel Diaries. But this is the Freedom Day recording. It's Simon and Laura. Episode 31 of Haustel, Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. And as you may have seen on our Instagrams and stuff, yesterday was Freedom Day. Mm. We got our results the night before and now... Uh, we were allowed to go out, venture past the garden perimeters. Yeah, I'm tired today. Well, it is 5.59. You can hear the birds singing. I didn't sleep very well. No. Well, we'll explain why in a little while. <laughs> it's not what you think. Nothing salacious. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. did not sleep well because of fun. Yesterday, Freedom Day, we were allowed to go out, and I think... It's a good job we were allowed to go out because some funny things happened yesterday. <laughs> <coughs> we got up in the morning. Now, obviously, we already knew we were going to go out. I can't believe there's cars. I can't believe there's a car. You know what they're doing? Oh, no. Engineering. Engineering. Big van. Uh, he's a... Dogger. Dogger, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we were obviously ready to go out yesterday. But we get up in the morning, and where we'd normally record the podcast, we couldn't have recorded it, because the next-door neighbour, who, no disrespect, I don't mind people like this, but his garden looks like it's not been touched for a very long time. <laughs> and he got his, is it called a strimmer? His big strimmer, yeah. Hedge cutter. He fired that up. <laughs> they make a noise. 
That was my sound effect, by the way. Yeah, good. But I've noticed you're doing a bit of that on these podcasts when I edit them. So he was giving it six note on the strimmer. And your dad, Dennis, says to me, this is his annual trim. <laughs> his annual trim. And he said it with that little bite. And I thought, aye, aye. You do an annual trim. I do it more than annually. Do you do it more regularly than that? Yeah. Wish air on my head came back like that. <laughs> anyway, the next thing I know, this guy's doing his back garden. I look out at kitchen window. There's your dad in front garden with his strimmer. And he's strimming away. Did he have a, a power strimmer though, or was he going for the... Well, that, what, you know that thing we've got for doing bush? Yeah. Uh, well done, by the way, I'm not doing a bush joke there. Well... You've learnt since yesterday. No, no, I, I was trying... I had to hold back. So he, he got, like the one we've got, the bush trimmer thing, that looks like one of them knives you had in the 70s for cutting meat, but bigger. So who had the bigger strimmer? I couldn't see the other one next door because we were behind sizeable foliage. So anyway, there were strimmer walls going on in back and front garden, which is a lovely British sound, but maybe a little bit too much. So we prepared ourselves for a little trip to the beach, which is exactly the same walk as we're doing now. It's 10 minutes down road from your mum and dad's. I don't know if we've mentioned it before, but I'm not a beach guy. In Dubai, I think we've been to the beach once in about three years of late. And once I'm there, I don't mind it, but I need a chair. I don't do floors in yeah. any circumstances. We all took towels and you took your chair. Yeah. You were like Queen Victoria, weren't you? Yeah. Well, that thing that Queen Victoria used to have, you know, where you wheel a little... Yeah, where she got rolled out onto the beach. So it's called a caravan, I think, isn't it? But it looks like a gypsy caravan. It was a, it was a changing room, wasn't changing it? Changing room, yeah. I mean, the only upsetting thing about that is there is four steps up to it, and I don't it like stairs either. Very apt that her, her place of choice was right opposite you. Yeah, we can see it. We can see the beach she went to. Hey, we've missed a bit. What? Well, if you've been listening to previous travel ones, you'll know about my dad's uh, septic tank. Oh, yes. So this was the other thing that happened yesterday, innit? Yeah, well, we all know it's been very full. We've been not allowed to empty his bath water. Yeah, and we've been having... No showers. Family baths. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I've been lasting every time. Yeah. Wonderful. Dirty water. Yesterday was the day they arrived. And this is during strimmer wars. Yeah, it was. It was. So you've well, not only got the sound of the strimmers, you've got the man with a big pipe and a big lorry. I went to hang out the washing and then obviously I had to take it back down again because... Well, it was a whitewash. I mean, you don't want splatter on a whitewash. Yeah, no... Makes sense. Stinky, stinky poo water yeah. all over it. But yeah, so um, they came, emptied it. That was another reason we kind of wanted to get out. Yeah. So we're literally two minutes from the beach now. This is how long it takes to get to the beach and how long it takes to get back. I knew we weren't going to be down here for long, but if there's one thing you need to know about Laura, you're a meticulous planner and packer. Yeah, I, I do. So I'm thinking we're literally just going to walk down here, mess around on beach for an hour or two, walk back. We end up with packed lunches. We end up with a bag the size of their bag we'd take ah, for no, an overnight. No, 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 no. Yes, we did. No, I, I put up the three of us a towel because we we'll happily sit on the beach. Yeah. And you took your chair, and then I just threw in packed lunches. Uh, yeah, a little lunch for all yeah. of us. That's it. It's not a massive bag. I've, we didn't need anything, I don't think. But anyway, off we trundled. Beautiful day again yesterday, weren't it? It, uh, it was. Beautiful it was wind, windier. The wind had picked up. On yesterday's recording, you remember, the sea was like a lake when we got down here. 
But yesterday we got down to the beach, perfectly sunny, a couple of wispy clouds in the sky. You can see pictures and videos on my Instagram, catboy92. And we set up shop not far from the Bluebird Cafe that we often mentioned, Reedy's, mm-hmm. which was actually open yesterday. It was, yeah. It wasn't rainy though, sadly. What a shocker. Another car. We're just coming to the top of the one-way system now, the triangle. We're going to have our first view of the sea again in about 20 seconds. Anyway, set up shop on beach. I plonked my chair down. Yeah, we had a blanket for three towels. And what a glorious sight, because there were about four or five kite boarders. Yes. Kite surfers doing the thing. There was a few paddle boarders, a few people in dinghies. The thing I was most impressed with was the amount of elderly people, shall we say, going into that sea and it was bloody freezing and they were going full on swimming up and down honestly fair play to them yeah the wild swimmers yeah now you got into a little thing with your dad about wild swimming and he said this is not but it is wild swimming it is any swimming that you're doing wild water is wild swimming but i weren't getting involved no no i know i i do get them most of them have been in Rivers. rivers and stuff but a lot of people are using Cowshot Beach to do yeah. their wild swimming. So there were some people swimming in wetsuits, but a lot of people just going in the bathers. And I'm not talking about covered in Vaseline either. They were just in, weren't they? Swimming away. Yeah. Betsy Pearl, our daughter, went in. She did for a little paddle. She put her toe in and just came <laughs> straight back up, which was amazing. But she's, she, what would you call, is this the English Channel? I assume so. I'm sure this has got a name being between us and the Isle of Wight. I know there's the Solent Estuary and then this is... I don't know if this has got a different name, but to me it's the English Channel, it's the South Coast. So she did that. Leo, do you think he's still got that thing where he likes to impress me? Well, I kind of missed the conversation, but then the next thing I see is that he's gone in and you're going, go on, go on, further, further. Swim, swim. See, now we're doing this thing now. I'm trying to... I'm trying to do a pot noodle version of manning him up where I've not had a chance to do it over the years because we've not been here and Dubai is a bit too sanitised to man somebody up climbing trees, pen knives conkers conkers. so here it's happening on fast forward, we're walking along the beach huts now by the way, so he had gone down to the sea of his own volition right, and I think he just put his feet in and then suddenly we're back up towel wrapped round him <laughs> hypothermia even though there's 90-year-old women in the bikinis swimming about. Oh, yeah, about. yeah. By the way, you missed it at the end. One of the ladies was getting um, changed after a wild swimming. Yeah. This little old lady, and she had her bosoms out. The beagle's ears. And Betsy was like, whoo just saw <laughs> that lady's boobies. Do you see the father and son next to us who've been doing some wild swimming? I thought that was really nice. Lovely to see them together like that. They went in a couple of times and they were reading the books and sunbathing. He's an old fellow. I'd say you were about 70. The sun might have been my age or slightly younger. But it was a lovely thing to see. I also saw a guy and his dog. Yeah. They went in and he'd he'd obviously come down just to do the same thing. Like he ran in the sea, like straight in. And the dog... I don't know if it was the cold or was more nervous, but he, he sat next to the shore barking at him. And then what the guy did is he was going full on under. So the dog thinks he was drowning. Yeah. And then it's like swims in to save him, but then has a little swim with him. And he kept, they kept doing it. And it was so lovely to see. a happy dog that, weren't it? 
Yeah. Well, even the guy said, say hello. And they went over to Betsy and did the hello. Yeah, it came bounding up to beeps a couple of times. So, yeah, Leo, he was talking about going in again and watching other people. And then I think the first time he went in, he'd not seen many people just in swimmers going in. And that might have spurred him on a bit. And I said, you know, the other day you told that story about saying you told him to put his big boy trousers on. I don't think you've told this story on here, but you said it to me. I kind of said something like that. I wouldn't have used your phrase. <laughs> but I said, this is the new you, Leo. It's the new Leo. So it kind of spurred him on. Yeah. And he went and got in the sea. And, you know, men will understand this. I don't know if it's the same with women. Because your packaging down there is a bit more enclosed. So I don't know if that kind of, in that situation, would close more. Like uh -huh. a flower at winter. Nah. Well, I don't think... men's obviously protects itself but it's still open to the elements so he did that thing where he's going in but there was a little bit of waves and he's trying to jump over them <laughs> to protect his balls but you can't do that forever suddenly like you got it and then he's like turning around like he's coming out and i went like that come on <laughs> and spurred on with a bit of dad pressure he just dived in he went for it yep he did about three four breaststrokes got up straight back out and was shivering yeah but I'm very proud of him for doing it, I want to say that. Well, I was shivering. <laughs> you, oh, my God. Anybody who saw the pictures will know it was a British beach summer day. Everybody else is in the swimmers. Even I took my shirt off, which I never do because I'm ashamed of my body. I thought, I'm here. It's sunny. Got a bit of sun. I whipped my shirt off. And you, you've got, you've got as many clothes on now. I was wrapped in towels. Yeah, do you, you know You look what? poorly, you look like you've been rescued. It was the wind. The previous two days we'd had these beautiful sunny days and no wind. But then uh, the, day, the day we actually get out and go to the beach, the wind is picked up. And obviously on the beach yeah. it's even cooler. You guys just couldn't relax. We'd eaten the packed lunch within 15 minutes of getting there. Yeah. And I'm like, now can we chill out? I close my eyes. Next thing, should we take him for an hot chocolate? And I'm like, oh, it's a sunny beach day. I'm not having a bloody hot chocolate. Because I was freezing. Off you trundled to the bluebird. Yeah, it was an odd experience. Because this is your childhood cafe, which you, your, you, what do we used to call them? Pretend auntie. A pretend auntie. Did you used to call her auntie? Um, oh, she, I thought you'd made out that she yeah, was like well, a pretend auntie before. Well, not for me, because it was, oh God, here's my daily seasons. Uh, you did seven in a row. <laughs> seven in a row on yesterday's podcast. I? I left them um, oh, sorry. Yeah, she was my nan's best friend, so I guess to my mum, she was like, what, the yeah. equivalent of what you used to call auntie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she always bought me Connect Four every Christmas. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously it wasn't her. She's no longer with us. So went in, you had to go in one at a time. This is COVID. Yeah. The prices were expensive. Well, I bet that's changed a lot since you were a kid. Pre-decimalisation. just English prices in general seem to have gone up quite a lot since we were here last. She just wasn't very friendly. The funny thing is, there were signs everywhere about, you know, these jokey yeah. magnet. The, the customer is not always right, that kind of... Yeah, like, you know, anyway, about the fact that you're probably going to get a grumpy service. So. Lovely. But That's I, the attitude you want. Yeah, I just kept... And she was like, you do realise it's only cash? And I was like, yeah. So I was... Um, oh... I kind of didn't want to get. Well, them you know in the what? End. She's getting no more of our I did think hard that. earned money. I did think mm, I don't particularly want to come back here. So it kind of made me a little bit sad because yeah. I was excited about going in there. But anyway, decent yeah. hot chocolate though. It was nice. It warmed me up a little bit. Leo went for a coffee and then 
guess what happened? Well, coffee's the great loosener. And something we've not mentioned on the podcast before, but Leo is like Kenneth Williams, the old carry-on star about his toilets. He doesn't like anybody using his toilet, and he will not use a public toilet. Never, ever. He's... Which, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, you and I are both, you know, wild swimmers. <laughs> we're wild, we're wild weirs. Weirs. I mean, I'm a wild poor occasionally, but you're, oh. we're wild, wild weirs. He won't. He used to come home from school... And he'd hold it in all he'd day. He'd be pale. He'd look ill. And he'd... <laughs> because he'd been oh, holding in a dump all yeah. day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of understand it. But, I mean, Dubai toilets, you could <sighs> eat, eat your dinner out of. Yeah. Um, and the dinner would be good. Yeah. So I kind of understand it here, especially like beach toilets. But he wasn't having it. He'd know, as desperate as he was. So he had to leave us early and head on back. So, yeah. And then you and Betsy went for a little trip. Well, this was lovely. Uh, left you in the chair, in Daddy's chair, which you look very... You look like a little old woman, the way you were wrapped up in all towels. And I took Betsy for a walk down the beach, uh, west along the beach. Now, once you get past all the beach huts, there are trees hanging over the beach, and there's a sign that says it's private property. And is it Cadland? Cadman? Cadman Cadl- Estate? Yeah, Cadland. Cadland Estate. Private property, care of the Cadland Estate. And it says it's a private beach. There are no fences... So we continued to walk along. I think that's where the nudist bit is. Apparently it's a little bit further once you get past where we were yeah. going. So we well, saw... How do you know? Your dad told me last night. Oh, right. How do they know? Well, <laughs> he's a bit forthcoming with the dogger chat than your mum. Oh, really? <laughs> she hides it better. Are we going straight down? Are we? Oh, we're just going to go to the end and come back. Okay. Do you want to do that? We can. So... There's a gate here, though. I don't know if we're... I don't know if it's security to get through for the activity centre. Down this beach is a folly. Now, I know this is a weird thing to be into, but I really love follies. You're a I didn't fan know what of the follies. Were. I saw one talked about on a programme, and obviously I grew up going to places like Chatsworth, Chatsworth House in Derbyshire when I was a kid. Went there quite a lot. And actually really loved the architecture and the buildings even as a little age it just blew me away everything's like a castle in it it's like a fairy tale well we're the right pair aren't we because you love your follies and i love my old royal history yeah and the houses big houses so we're going to be a right old pair yeah something to do when we move back i suppose <laughs> yeah national so, trust card there's a folly a couple of hundred meters along the beach it's up a steep set of stairs and it's called Luttrell's Tower. You can look it up. Luttrell's Tower. It was built in 1780. And uh, they thought it was one designer for many years, but it turned out to be a different designer. Oh, really? Yeah, but still a really famous architect. And uh, you can actually hire it out on uh, Airbnb and stuff. It's got a really nice house behind it. It looks like proper castle. It's like castle turrets but the size of a detached house and then a tower looming over it. Because it's prominent placing, it's at the top of these steps right on the edge of the beach. It looks quite imposing, it's beautiful. Yeah. But for a nine-year-old, I'm thinking, hello, got a bit of a story here. And Betsy likes a scare. Well, I think you like to do the scare. Yeah, but kids like it. Well, you saw a reaction. So we started walking along the beach, and as we started walking along the beach, the weather changed. Some oh, clouds yeah. started coming in, right? It grey, didn't it? So this happened. The timing was spectacular. <laughs> and of course, you'll know from down there, as you, appro- as you pass the beach huts, the posh beach huts, 
you get to these trees that have been pulled towards the sea. So it's like a little, just a little wood almost on the side of the beach on this really steep slope. But some of the trees have been pulled and have fallen due to subsidence. Yeah. So it's almost like they're telling you to stop. And yeah. I got this into Betsy's head and we had to do a bit of dodging. She, oh. she obviously had to bend down and go under. I was making dad noises. So I'm saying to her, you know, the trees are telling us to stop. And then as we approached, the beach disappeared to nothing. The tide's right in. Right. And the water is lapping up to the steps. This is really ornate steps and raw iron gates, which again, very good horror film. Yeah, it's setting the scene. Yeah, we get to the bottom of these steps. So I, as I'm walking, I just make up this story. I said, you know, there's a little girl your age. That's what you've got to do with a horror story. You've got to make it about them. <laughs> and what's the scariest time in history for ghost stories? Victorian times. Victorian times. There was a little girl your age. She said, and Betsy's straight with questions. When were this, Daddy? And I'm like, Victorian times. So immediately she's got that picture in her head. And I said, and her parents thought she was crazy. You know, back in those days, it weren't like it is now. If you have a problem, you get hospital. She was locked in this tower. How long for? And I'm like, well, this is the thing she got forgotten about and she was left there. And I never actually said that she died there or anything like that. You know, you've got to, you've got to know your yeah, level on the Beth horror story. Yeah, but pretty uh, switched on. No, that's good. I wanted her to paint the picture herself. So I said, she's locked in there. And I said, uh, now we're really close to the tower then. And I said, now here's the thing. People say she sometimes appears at the window in this tower. And they say, if you see her at the window, she'll haunt you. Perfect. What a great bit of dadding. Five-star dadding. <laughs> and then the lady that owns the... Uh... No. Property well, yeah, no, yeah. suddenly appears. And, and gives... then two 70-year-old naked sunbathers came around the corner and we both <laughs> to ourselves. Is that true? No, no. That's why we were so long uh, chatting <laughs> them up. Yeah. I saw um, somebody on your Twitter actually said... About it being a naked beach. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, well, it's not something carved, you know. Yeah. Well, that's cool. She was very brave. There's people in their tents. Yeah, we're down here. We're walking towards Activity Centre in Cowshot Castle now because going the other way might be a bit muddy today. So anyway, Betsy straight up the steps to the raw iron gates and she's looking up like that, she's not scared. I took some pictures and we did a little video and she was enthralled by the story and then she starts telling me the story but adding bits, right? Yep, creative. And for the rest of the night, she won't shut up about this story, she's telling everybody about it, she's expanding on it and she normally calls, you know, bullshit on anything like this, she's so... Magic tricks you do to it, everything. She's so adept at calling you out. So anyway, wonderful. It was, it and was. What a about nice. this? A mysterious old man talked to us, and he went. He was sat really close to it, and he went. What about this weather then? <laughs> so I did the thing. Oh well, we're over from Dubai. We've just finished isolating. He probably just wanted a quick nod of the head. Yeah. Yeah, we're isolating. We've been locked up for five days, but here we are. It's first time out. Just taking her along to see the uh, tower. But the weirdest thing, and this is no word or a lie, and he weren't like a ghostly old man, but an old man. Yeah. He was just packing his bag up. Yeah. And then he There's was There's only gone. two ways to go around there, right? We walk along the five paces, look back, the guy's gone. See. He couldn't go in sea, he couldn't go up the hill. Well, it was funny because Ben Betsy started um, retelling all yeah. the ghost stories of our family yeah. like that you are not convinced by. Well, I don't believe in ghosts. Well, I don't believe in ghosts as such. I like a ghost but, story, though. But 100% one of them I was there for. I mean, 
once again, you'll call my mother a bull Because I got pulled up for this yesterday, didn't I? If you listen to this podcast and you know anybody we talk about, Laura's <laughs> mum, Gay, Laura's dad, Dennis, anybody like that, I'm assuming Dennis listens to it because every time I say something like, I couldn't find a toilet roll, the next day he comes downstairs and goes, by the way, the toilet rolls, and tells me where they are. <laughs> so he's getting all his information from podcasts. Your mum's not listening to it because... She got told she was a bullshitter by one of her friends. Yeah, so yeah, I pulled her up. I said that she was a bullshitter. What do I call her? Premier League bullshitter. Yeah. For good reason. She came home yesterday and I said to her, Gay, I've been telling bits of this ghost story. Play along like that. And she looks at me in the kitchen. Bit Larry David. And she went, oh, oh, ghost story. And I went, yeah, yeah. And she goes, would that make you a bullshitter? And I was like, what are you talking about? Would that make you a bullshitter? What do you mean, Gay? My friends have been listening to your podcast. Apparently you keep calling me a bullshitter. <laughs> like that. So if you're listening to this podcast, you don't need to be reporting back no, to your mother-in-law. No, it's good, it's good, it's good. And you know what? She takes it all in good faith. A lot of these people are people that have not listened to the podcast before. So it's... Um, good stuff. It's, I think a lot more people in the UK yeah. are starting to listen. Oh, the castle's approaching. Yeah, we're, we're really close to the end of Calshot Spit now which is an isthmus. I think that's what you call it. There's a peninsula, there's a strait, there's an isthmus, and you've got water on both sides. Yeah, this is the, but the they end call of the road. Spit as well. So we're almost at Calshot Castle now. It'd be nice to walk down here, actually. Yeah, Betsy was retelling the story. Oh, the ghost stories, yeah. We won't tell them today, but uh, one involved a, a pipe raising up. One, one is of uh, a cat... And I forget the other one, but yeah, so, so Betsy, by the time it reached the evening, was... Uh, Full ghost story mode. Yeah. Telling everybody. And saying, I'm sleeping in your bed tonight, mummy. <laughs> but she came and sat on my lap, right. So last night, we had a barbecue. Yeah. First day of freedom. Dennis, your dad, invited some family round, who we've not seen for a while, so it was lovely to see him. Yeah. Unfortunately, the minute Dennis lit the barbecue... Grey clouds came across the sky. It's spitting! <laughs> and we stayed outside while it was spitting, but then it really started and uh, really came down. I think we'll take the photograph down here today. So the photograph you'll see on the podcast today or What's on that? YouTube. Is that a pub? It's a lifeboat house, baby. It's not a pub. Looks like a pub. It'll be a good pub, a great setting. Yeah. I mean, who needs lifeboats? Well, we did, we did see them right. out and about yesterday. Had a barbecue. It started chucking down. Leo got given a load of... Um, Leo scored this holiday. Yeah. It, you know, like today, I, I think we might be planning on going to get some bits for his uni digs. Yeah, we get the first hire car today. You'll come and stand on one of these rocks so you're the same height as me. <laughs> oh. I think you might be a bit big now. bit big? Have I grown up? <laughs> it's a big rock. I want to get the sea in as well. You know what? Let me try doing it like this. See what they look like. All right, they'll do. So, yeah, we were going to get Leo some uni stuff today because we've got the hire car. A couple of the things we needed on that list were coats and winter coats. Something to cycling, something to wear in the winter. So yeah. Probably looking at a couple of hundred quid worth of coats. Within two minutes arriving at your parents the other day. Yeah, my dad gave him not one coat, not two coats, but three coats. And they were all different. Genres. Uh, yeah. A denim jacket, which he's never wore before, looked really cool on him. 
uh, waterproof super dry jacket, which I was really envying. Yeah. <laughs> and then a big winter coat, which looked like a decent snowboarding coat. Yeah, no, he's, he scored. Yeah, so yesterday, your... Well, Ma- now, look, I don't get relations. I'd say they're your aunties. Yeah, they are. Is that what you call them? I don't call them that, A couple but... of years, Dennis's sisters came round. Hinge and Bracket. What are the names? Hinge <laughs> <laughs> and Bracket. Anybody who's old enough is going to love that reference. Louise and Elaine and some of their kids, whose names I'm never going to get. And Dennis has obviously prepped them. They've got a son a little bit older than Leo. He goes through clothes like a dose. They turned up yesterday with our wardrobe full of clothes, right? Yeah, they did. Looks like they've hardly been worn. So, yeah. Now, this is all designer stuff. And I wouldn't say it's right up Leo Street. There are a lot of Lacoste shirts, a lot of barber clothes, a barber jacket that they wear on Escape to the Country, posh people. Ah, uh, right. I have seen football. I'm not saying your cousin's a football hooligan, but it is that kind of thing that the casuals wear on the terraces. See, that one I wasn't so much of a fan of. No, but you know when he put it on, I'm like, that'll oh, keep no, you Oh, no, he looked good. I loved the parker. He put a parker on. Leo's got this thing against parkers and furry hoods. And I'm like, just take it, because one day you'll put it on. <laughs> he got, a, like, a Harrington jacket, that style. And he also got a bomber jacket. Yeah. See? Every one of them looked great on him. I don't, I don't know if he's going to have a wardrobe big enough in his yeah. room. He's going to have a lot of clothes, and it's saving us a lot of money. We tried some new vegetarian burgers and sausages that you can't get in Dubai. So Dubai is getting better for veggie food. Yep. You come back to England and you realise just how much stuff there God, is. God, the selection. I would. I think I'd 100% be a vegan if I lived here. We looked through Tesco's yesterday because you remember going to go and do some shopping for barbecue. And we had a look through Tesco's and it was like a toy shop at Christmas, weren't it? We were just going, ooh, oh, ooh, <laughs> sweet chilli bites, oh, amazing. Yeah, so we did the barbecue and the reason it ties into the ghost story is I think Betsy Pearl was a bit nervous for some reason. She's normally bouncing around, but she, she couldn't remember anybody's names. She had a bit of a Trump issue yesterday. Tummy, a bit of tummy trouble. So she kept, she kept came to see me and she would be really, you know when she's clingy? Yeah. She's sitting on my lap and being clingy. Well, she's not normally embarrassed about doing the old trumps. Yeah, not in our family. No. So she told me, she's like, you know, comes up close to whisper, Daddy, I keep having to run to the bathroom to do a trump. And she says, no, I've just run and done one. It was so loud. I think Nanny heard it through the wall. <laughs> oh. And I thought, well, it's nice of it for it to be going that way for a change. Yeah, well, if anyone had been in our bedroom this morning and heard yours. Ah, uh, Yeah. That was bull- Mind that I did pointing towards wall, or the one you did yeah, when you lifted your so butt up loud, and did it right it woke at me. everyone in the house up. Like, I got yeah. my AirPods in. Yeah, my, hear it. mine was probably stinky. <laughs> Ding. So we've turned around, we're walking back now, up this bit. Look at the chimney. Oh, look at the not chimney. Oh, wow. Foley Power Station chimney, which is a regular guest on the show, is all but shrouded in fog, morning mist. It's a very grey morning, it's not cold. 16, 17 degrees, but it, it chucked it down last night for pretty much the duration of the evening. And, you know, the weather is bad for today. It's a good job we're inside today. Yeah. So Betsy Pell last night, she's cuddling me, and then she starts telling me the ghost story, and I wish I'd recorded it, because she's right up close looking me in eye like that, like sat on my lap. <laughs> and she's telling it me like I've never heard it before. Daddy, there's a tower called Luttrell's Tower. And I didn't know what was going on at first, but she told the whole story. And I'll tell you what I might do. I might record her telling the story <laughs> and put it out as a bonus podcast with some spooky ambience on if I get a bit of time to do some editing. Yeah. Because it's really cute. No, she, uh... Her teacher would love that, I reckon. Yeah, no, she... Oh, forgot to mention that. 
Oh, she did a class Zoom or teacher Zoom whilst sat on the beach. I mean, how cool, but also technology gone mad. Well, and what made it even better is, just coincidentally this year, her teacher is from Hampshire, where we are. Yeah. And we can see the area that she lives in. Now, her teacher has not really got used to Betsy Pearl yet, and Betsy Pearl's often a little teacher's pet and quite a bright spark. and Loves know. to chat. Yeah, and her teachers have really loved her, right? Yes. But yeah. I thought that'd be really nice, so yesterday I took my AirPods down to the beach, she stuck them in, and she sat on the pebbles talking away to a teacher. I've no idea what got said, but I thought, how futuristic yeah. that you're having a pastoral meeting with your teacher on a beach. 3,500 miles away. Yeah, well, she's, she's every morning she's doing her schoolwork, which is amazing that she's able to do that, which I don't know if pre-COVID times she would have done that, but, yeah, it is um, technology is a wonderful thing. We had a mini tiz yesterday, again. It was in the morning. I don't want to go into details. It weren't nothing bad or anything like that, but it had that pressure of being within earshot of people, and I came up with a new phrase that I think you're going to like. We had a whisper argument. <laughs> you know when you whisper shout? I don't, the thing is, I don't think we were arguing. No, it was just a bit of tension. It was, and, and I think, like, you the day before had had your cabin fever, and yesterday I just couldn't, I couldn't relax, even when we were on the beach. All which, day and I, I love the beach. Yeah, I just... It was a bad day for you yesterday. Yeah, I don't know what was up with me. I just, everything was irritating me yesterday. And, and I got it, and all of the things were kind of legitimate, but a bit blown out of proportion. But we did that thing of going like that to each other. Let's do a recreation of it now. What? I've told you before, do not talk to me like that in front of your parents. I don't like it when you speak to me like that. But you started it. You said it first. And you, you always act like it's me that's upset you. But you don't. You forget that you might have upset me first. So that is how a whisper argument works. I don't know if it's the first time that phrase has ever been said, but I'm claiming it. But that, but that was like once or twice yesterday. And it wasn't, like, it wasn't really an argument. It was just a... A polite way of saying F off to each other for yeah. for five minutes. We but needed to. Then we were friends again. Get off steam. That's about it for yesterday, I think. I reckon we can probably leave it there. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody, or on the uh, social medias. Love you lots. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.